What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Take One Give One podcast. Today, we're going to go over uh, a little bit of news for the jiu-jitsu community. I know it's been a couple days. I had uh, my daughter's birthday, and it's been a busy week at home. So thank you for uh, being patient, and let's get into today's episode. How's it going? As always, I want to thank War Athletics for being a sponsor for the podcast. Uh, again, they do everything customized, or you can check out their styles and designs. Please go check out War Athletics. Now let's get into the show. First off, uh, not a lot of uh, people are talking about the IBJJF Grand Prix, probably because it is in the Gi, and the Gi has now become uh, a bit of a bit of a back burner it's a bit of a i don't know it's just not the same ever since i think about 2020 uh, right around the pandemic it's just been really rough for the gi to get uh back into the spotlight you know it's really hard when you're when you're competing against um no gi where you know people are getting paid uh, you know, substantial amounts of money. I mean, obviously we have the, um, the top, top earners, but even in local shows, uh, the Nogi, the Nogi scene is paying and it's paying pretty decent. So it's really hard since there's a monopoly on the gi, uh, as far as competition goes, everyone knows, you know, if you have an IBJJF title, especially a world title, that's where, uh, notoriety came from, but now with Nogi, there's so many shows that are predominant, and a lot of places where you can really, um, you know, earn your stardom and shine. And it doesn't have to be the big names. Obviously, we have the big name. You know, ADCC is the the pinnacle. It's the one. But you can become very popular and even dare I say famous with lesser competition. Um, in nogi but as far as ibjjf it's really hard for anyone to compete as far as the gi goes so again that uh ibjf grand prix 2023 is actually looking pretty stacked it's uh pretty nice that they, they announced the uh, women's heavyweight uh, bracket for that grand prix and again my my thoughts on it, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be stacked and I think it's going to be great to watch. I just believe that it's not going to get the shine that it deserves and the competitors aren't going to get, you know, kind of the, the looks that they, that they truly deserve. A lot of, a lot of hard work goes into, um, the gi and I've told, I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or not, but at this point, gi and no gi are almost two completely different um sports i mean i mean it's there's so many more things you can do with the gi that you can't with without it so you know before it was like you know yeah you can arm bar yeah you can ring a joke yeah you can do all these things but with the gi you have to be so much more adept to the you know the level of control that you can have on a person with the grips and the collars and the sleeves so it's like is it jujitsu? Of course it's jujitsu, but gi jiu-jitsu has so many more elements that you have to be aware of. Is it harder? 
some would say yes. You know, some would say, some would argue and say no, but I think people really are looking for that, um, you know, one thing is they, they always like to claim realism, right? They like to claim, oh, it's more real because it's, you know, in the gi, you can, you know, who's going to be in, in the streets in a gi, right? Is what their claim is, which, you know, you are going to have jackets and hoodies and stuff like that to use these maneuvers and these uh, techniques with, but as well as like, just, it's a hard sell for, uh, as a sport, it's a hard sell for the, you know, noob or the, you know, any person that's never seen jujitsu is not going to look at the gi and think, now this is something I want to look at and this is something I want to get into unless they're already into jiu-jitsu. That's why this niche sport, so it's so hard for the gi to, to pick up steam and no gi is kind of taking off. I, I don't particularly think that no gi is taking off because of the fact that it's just no gi. I think, you know, it, you can be a little more risky. You can do a lot crazier movements because you don't have the control that you do, especially when you're sweaty, you know, you're slick, you just, you know, it's basically a, a really hard um, wrestling match sometimes, you know, you're just slipping around, no one can get anything. And then when you finally get something uh, substantial, it's usually over. So again, that's a simplified version of it. It's, it's very tricky to think of um, the IBJJF giving up some of that control over the, um, the gi reign. You know, if, if someone else starts, putting on big events in the gi and is, you know, it's being promoted the way the IBJJF is. And, you know, maybe we'll have some more, you know, other ways to get the gi uh, m- more popular. Um, I love gi personally. I love gi and I love no gi. I just I overall love all of jiu-jitsu. But if I had to, if I had to only pick one for the rest of, uh, for the rest of my life, I don't know which one I would pick. Uh, it's that, it's that much of a toss up for me. So unfortunately it's not so much of a toss up for others. So <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, moving along here though. Uh, again, the Grand Prix is going to be, I think it's going to be stacked, but, uh, we have a big match coming up on February 25th, which is the rematch of Gordon Ryan and Felipe Pena. Um, contrary to probably belief, I, I do still think Gordon wins this match, but I also believe that Felipe Pena truly wasn't there for that match that they had last time. And I don't think that it's fair to say that that was the best version of Felipe Pena that could have gone against Gordon. That being said, Gordon claims that he was just starting to pick up steam, which if that's true, good luck, Felipe Pena. But we have to, we have to still think about what happened in that matchup because although Felipe Pena was losing that matchup, he was giving Gordon a lot of trouble, especially the way he was retaining guard. He was able to uh, stuff a lot of attacks, which again, who knows how much pressure he was really putting on. Who knows if he was just, you know, trying to put that the side to side pressure and move uh, using his mobility to really wear down Felipe Pena. But I will say up until the point it ended, 
it didn't seem as one-sided as everyone made it sound. Now, again, who knows? We're going to find out on the 25th. And like I said, I still believe Gordon wins this matchup. I just think, I don't know, I just think he's put in a lot of work. And, you know, I know Felipe's working hard, but he has been posting that he's out on vacation with his, you know, with his wife and with, you know, he's just out doing things, chilling, not really, you know, not really working as hard as he probably could. Um, who knows? It could just be the way he's posting that it seems that way. But, you know, being that he already knows what comes with a loss to Gordon, you would think he would uh, at least pretend to be working out a little bit harder. Now, you know, that card is going to be, it's going to be pretty interesting just to see how it plays out in general. But that match again is going to be no time limit. So do, do I like no time limit matches? Yes. Do I like to watch no time limit matches? Not as much. Uh, only because of the fact that in something like that, in a no time limit match, it literally can go on forever. Now that match was like 40 minutes, right? Of just not really a whole lot going on, really. And yes, Gordon's trying to wear down his opponent, opponent to, you know, tire him out, which is... You know, it's fine. It's great for for the match type. But as a spectator, there's no spectator, especially someone who's not really into the sport, that is going to benefit from watching a long, drawn-out, no-time-limit match. For Gordon, I don't think it matters because he wants his he wants his wins. He wants to have the better of the the better of the matches between the two. So if he gets this match and then he wins Again, I believe he's up on Pena, and it becomes um, it becomes uh, an even slate. So hopefully, hopefully, it's not as uh, long and drawn out as the last one. But I do believe that it's going to be tricky to navigate as as far as you know, no, no time limit matches go, although it is the main event and it doesn't really matter because it's the last one on the card. But, you know, again, spectator, it's not spectator friendly to watch a no, no, uh, time limit match. Again, if he finishes early, then it doesn't really matter. So those are my thoughts on that rematch. Um, also, I know I talked about it briefly before, but if anyone has, <clears throat> has not read, uh, Gordon's book, top game it's actually a very good read I, w I was surprised about um kind of the way he he spoke you know like i said i know i know gordon to an extent and i've been able to talk to him and he's been nothing but nice but i didn't know what to expect when i got the book the book was you know it could have been brash it could have been you know, nothing but shit talk. It could have been many things, right? Uh, it's actually very a very thought-out book. It's it's kind of nice, and it's a very good reflection on who he is. Um, does it say some things that are a little bold? Of course. But it shows his sentiment and what his goals are and what he's been trying to do. And to be honest, a lot of, a lot of people don't know Gordon pre- Pop, you know, price popularity. Um, 
I was fortunate to meet Gordon before he ever won EBI. And to, to know from the book and kind of see how his life played out, but to know from the book what he did to lead up to those those moments, it's it's very impressive. And no matter how much people do not like Gordon, he's worked really hard and he's always had a confidence about him that is very, uh, it's very obvious, you know, it's almost to the point of arrogance, right? I think that comes with the position he's in kind of, he's, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, he's kind of leading the sport into uh, the mainstream. You know, I think Cade and Ty are breaking through with one and Gary Tonin as well. But at the same time, we, you know, pure jujitsu fans don't all watch one FC. That's more like a multicultural, you know, multi martial art programming. And it's also on a very obscure um, streaming platform. You know, Amazon Prime's not not everyone's go to um, you know source of you know media or streaming platform. It's kind of a little it's a little like I said, obscure. It's not number one, right? If if Netflix had like a streaming uh, show for grappling, I think that would be huge. Um, the only thing Netflix, I believe, has ever shown was the movie Jiu-Jitsu, which was absolute disgrace. So uh, I, f- I feel like to get it to get it to the mainstream beyond the Jiu-Jitsu fans, we're really going to have to ride the wave with. Um, Gordon and really move towards, um, you know, that, that big push of, uh, popularity just to, you know, to gain traction and to get the, to get jujitsu, to get the respect that it deserves as far as, you know, for me, I'm going to be a lifelong jujitsu practitioner and coach and just spectator. And I can't wait to watch all these you know, new kids coming up and all the next generation, but I would love to see them get paid. Um, you know, well, it doesn't have to be like rich, you know, millions and millions of dollars, but you know, a good hundred thousand dollar check for putting your life, you know, your life dedicated to a sport and a martial art to be able to do that and know that your finances are going to be covered is would be huge you know i work you know full-time jobs i've worked multiple full-time jobs while trying to train and uh run a business and it's it's not easy it it sucks sometimes and you you know when you're pushing through you kind of think about you know what would it be like if i could get paid to do this you know paid handsomely to do this so you know i'm i'm very proud of where the sport is and where it's going. And I know a lot of people don't like that it's because of the way Gordon is, but you know, that effect is going to make it huge. Um, if, if Gordon or another big name, it doesn't have to even have to be Gordon. If any of the big top name guys can make it into, um, the main, you know, the mainstream media and just spread the word, 
that's really what we need. I mean, Gordon started it, but it doesn't have to end with Gordon. Uh, I hear Nikki Rod's going to be trying to do um, wrestling, like uh, professional wrestling. So if he does that, that could be huge. That could be huge for the sport as well, uh, just to get the the popularity, you know, rising and get those eyes on the sport. So one day I hope to see, you know, Gigi Jitsu get that, um, you know, that look and that sense of uh, accomplishment as well. But as of right now, it just seems like Nogi's taking off and we're in the, the Nogi era. So we'll ride the wave and see where it ends up. Um, also, I did want to take a, take a moment here to wish Logan Hicks a happy birthday. He's 16 now, ladies and gentlemen. 16, he's absolute savage on the mat. So, Logan, happy birthday. I wish you the best, and I hope that you're doing uh, doing well, and I'll hopefully get to see you soon. I know you're going to be doing that Luke Griffith uh, seminar this coming weekend, so good luck with that, and we'll talk soon. Also, on the birthdays, uh, Jacob, the hillbilly hammer couch. Uh, Jake is a friend of mine, and he's... I mean, he's just one of the coolest dudes uh, I've ever got to do jiu-jitsu with. So, shout out to Jake. Um, I think I'm going to go visit him and the crew sometime soon. Uh, we're, t- we're in talks right now to see when he's going to be back and whenever there's going to be a full full uh, full group because I, you know, I want to. I don't want to waste a trip and not get to roll with anybody. So. Uh, we're talking about that. I'm going to head up there. I'll, I'll try to take Noah with me and just go up there and have a good time, you know, pick everyone's brain and just try to get better. You know, that's the goal for me. It's, you know, I know a lot of people like uh, going for that world title, being world champion, you know, being the best um, there is and all that. For me, I just want to be the best me I can be. And I uh, just want to keep learning and keep getting better. Um, the older I get, I know it's going to be more complicated for me to move around and, you know, be as effective uh but i've always worked my jiu-jitsu without strength and and i've always tried to prioritize being able to defend myself off my back so once i am no longer able to be on top uh as as efficiently as possible and i start getting a little slower a little little weaker uh i still hope my jiu-jitsu is able to translate and, and do well um but yeah, that's uh, that's all for today's episode. Uh, again, thank you guys for being patient. I know that I usually do the White But Wednesday episode. I skipped it this week. I'll have it next week. We'll be on time, ready to go, and I'll probably put one. I'll probably do uh, two regular episodes this week. I'm gonna try to get uh, another interview lined up. I know this, like I said, it's been busy. Uh, I might even ask Jake. Uh, I might ask Jacob Couch to get on. And see what he says if he's got a little bit of time. But uh, yeah, let's let's uh, continue growing the sport. Uh, this martial arts very important to me. It's very special to me and a lot of my close friends. So I hope everyone out there is you know enjoying what's going on. If uh, you have any questions or you you have an opinion on any of it. You know, hit me up, send me a message, and let me know what you think. I'm I'm always always here for the questions, messages, and of course, if you want to be on the on the episode, just hit me up.
I'm going to leave you guys with a quick clip here. I, I like to leave these little clips because I, I really do uh, appreciate the sentiments behind most of them. Sometimes it's just good to hear some of them. So I'm going to leave you guys with a quick clip. And as always, thank you for giving or taking that one chance. You don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but by having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. Outwork your self-doubt. Yes. That's, that's nailed. Nailed. Completely nailed. Yes.